0: Welcome to episode four. Can you believe it? Of Two Married. Two Married, Two Tyler, Tyler to Two More. more. When With. we run
1: these, episode four is going to be first,
0: <laughs> right?
1: And then followed by five and six, and then one, two, and three. Yes. And then um, seven, eight, and nine.
0: Yeah, and we all know that uh, five will be the best one. Yes. Okay. Fair yes. enough. Good. Fair enough. Good. Excellent. Anyway, we are your hosts, Kevin and Nicole. So uh, I, I guess we should... What
1: What do you think of people who think Return of the Jedi is better than Empire Strikes Back?
0: I think they're mentally ill. I think
1: so, too. I mean, look, if you're going to choose one that's not... Well, okay, at least prior to the new trilogy.
0: Uh-huh. If
1: you were going to choose to have one be your favorite that wasn't Empire, I get Jedi. I, I guess. Je- I think Jedi has one of the most... Has the the best third act of any action movie I've ever seen in my
0: life. Listen, Return of the Jedi is a great movie. Um, people get really angry about the Ewoks. Uh, we all know the story behind why they did Ewoks. Yeah. Um, they're not as terrible.
1: Ewoks are fine. They're fine. Jump, jump.
0: You know, yeah. like they're 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 fine. They they serve a purpose. Um, obviously, they made that movie to really cash out. I mean it's fine. My uncle always insists that Lucas always wanted to do a trilogy and I was like, No, that is not true. He had a script for what was it? Anakin Star Killer. Yeah. Like it was one movie he wanted to make. There was never a whole trilogy. Of course when people start asking you to make another movie and throwing money at you, <laughs> you come up with great ideas uh-huh. and you know and, and that's that's how that's how it works. You know, hey, this movie made a bazillion dollars. Wanna make more? Sure, give me like uh, give me three weeks and see what I come up with, and you know, and all of a sudden it's you start getting interviews, and you're like, I always wanted to make three movies. Yeah, because that's
1: how we talk. Yeah, no, well, (laughs) no, yeah, because I mean, you're always like that's the thing, like you're always thinking, like, I wonder what would happen, like even when you're writing the first movie, Mm -hmm. I wonder what would happen after this. You know, Mm -hmm. you sort of fall in love with those characters, and of course, you're thinking beyond that movie.
0: Yeah, well, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I mean. Uh maybe maybe he had ideas, and and maybe maybe he didn't. I mean, when you watch the end of A New Hope, which that name was slapped on it later, yeah. Um, it's a there's a very end
1: to yes. that movie.
0: Yes, like it's not like tune in next week to see what happens or open ended, you know, storylines. Like everything is wrapped up nicely. Mm-hmm you know yeah the empire's still out there but they did their thing and they blew up the death star and spoilers um yeah. <laughs> and uh you know everybody gets their medals except for chewie which is bullshit and uh you know
1: chewie does get a medal actually really it's well in canon he gets a medal in the movie he doesn't get a medal uh, he doesn't get a medal
0: r2 should have got a medal but, too but
1: well yeah um, but in in canonically you discover in the chewbacca comic uh written by jerry dugan which is a good comic uh uh, that he got a medal Uh but i forget he like didn't want to wear it or something or like
0: he's not into medals anyway we're (laughs) talking we
1: didn't come here to talk about star wars
0: no we didn't uh but it happens anyway always always every (laughs) time well for those of you who have survived that little uh nerd outburst um this is the Two Married to Tyler Two More" podcast, where we are watching every episode of the Mary Tyler Moore Show and then uh, chatting about that and anything else that pops into our head. Like
1: Star Wars, for instance.
0: Like Star Wars, and and you know that's in the seventies too.
1: It is same decade.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. There were, okay. no, and, and that's that's when we found out that there are no bras in space. Yes. So, uh, just like on the Mary Tyler Moore Show, there are also no bras in space. So. Um, I guess we should get the to the thing it. about the
1: Mary Tyler Moore show is in yeah. the, in the Mary Tyler Moore verse. There is actually an entire, like unrelated to Mary Tyler Moore to to, to Mary Richards's career. Uh huh. There is an entire pitched space battle happening off screen that has no bearing on the actual story, but is happening in that universe.
0: In the comics.
1: In no, in the in the,
0: in, in the Mary Richards comics. The
1: the Mary Richards extended universe. Oh,
0: yes. the Mary Richards extended universe is really cool. You know. Because, you know, Mary's actually, like, a fighter pilot. Uh Uh-huh. So, I like that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, So, this is episode four uh, called Divorce Isn't Everything. And it originally aired September 15th, 1973. Almost two years minus ten days to my birthday.
1: Yay. Yay. Written by?
0: Written by Truvis Silverman. Yes. And, And I'll tell you, if you wanted... I look into the dating world from a woman's point of view, this episode is perfect that mm-hmm. way. Absolutely perfect. And it's also directed by Ellen Rafkin. Yes. Uh, famed uh, movie director and broad- he did Broadway too and stuff, right? Yeah.
1: Had he directed more other episodes of the show? I think so. Or was this his first?
0: I think he, I don't know if this, was I think this was his first okay. for, for this, for the MTM show. Um, but he's also directed a whole bunch of other stuff too. Like he's a pretty pretty well known director in like I said movies and and I, I do believe he's done Broadway as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was Trevis, Like, if you wondered why they were why she's had so many so many accolades, like uh, this was a very out of the box episode.
1: It is. It's it's really good. It's a really good episode. Yeah. It's really funny. The the um, it's got a great ending. <laughs> Uh, just the, the pacing of the story is really good. Mm-hmm. And it's a good, because remember that last week's episode was not that good.
0: No. yeah, It was,
1: it was sort of a, what is this all about kind of thing?
0: Yeah. Mary bonding with yeah, Bess.
1: With Bess. Who's fine. I mean, Bess is fine. It's not Bess's fault.
0: No, not, actually no, actually for like a, a kid actor for that time. She was actually not bad.
1: Yeah. 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 She was fine. Um, uh, but I forget who wrote it, but it was, I remember it was a dude. It was not Trevor Silverman. Right. Um, but she had written the episode before that, episode Mm. two. Yes. I think, which was also very good. Yeah. So we're really we're we're just very early in the series starting to see the diff like her ability to to stand out. Yeah. And and make a really truly excellent episode.
0: Yeah, I I really would like to have been in in the writer's room when they pitch when they pitched this this episode. Uh so the premise of this episode oh well, do you wanna I broke it down like we broke do you wanna do the breakdown? Sure. Yeah. Alright, cool. So uh in in scene one, uh <laughs> there's a great opening with yeah. Ted answering fan club questions. You know, what color do I like? And uh then what
1: What's his favorite dessert?
0: What's his favorite dessert? Uh and it ends with uh him asking Mary <laughs> Is it a, is it too risque to say that I sleep in the raw? Yeah.
1: In the raw is like <laughs> that like that seems weirdly modern, right? Uh it seems
0: yeah, and, and like he didn't
1: say like in the buff or like, you know.
0: In the in the raw and the way he does is he goes into the low register in, in the, the raw. raw. <laughs> you know when Mary's just like You're gross. Get away from me. Um, Made me laugh so hard. But in the middle of that, Murray's fine. And this is great. Like, this is such a great setup. Yeah. You know, Uh, because Murray writes the news and Murray has to figure out how to end the show every day. So he's looking for something. He has to end it light. Yeah, always end it light and figuring out what what to get, what to get, what to get. And Murray's like, oh, you know what? Um, the I'm Divorce gonna, Club, the, the, the Better Luck Better Next, Luck Time, Next club. Time Club, the Club for divorcees, which was a big deal at that point because people got divorced, but you, like it was not people didn't talk about it. Yeah, you know, you were supposed to kind of just like if you got divorced, it was a shameful thing, and like you just didn't really talk about and it. And
1: remember, in early drafts of 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 this this very show, right, Mary was supposed to have been divorced. Yes,
0: and the and the studio was like, no. One, because, eh, divorce. And no, two, people are going to think that Laura Petrie was divorced from Rob Petrie. And yeah. that's just weird. Yes. I think they were thinking a little too into it, but... It was I, the early 70s, though, so who no, knows? No,
1: I get it, though. I get it. Because, uh, like, uh, kind of media literacy and television literacy, I don't think was the same back then as it is now.
0: Nah. Well, you I know? mean, Dick like, did say that... Little old ladies were like hitting them with their handbags saying, yeah. How could you leave that Laura Petrie? So, I mean, yeah, maybe they yeah. had a point.
1: No, yeah, I think that I think that people were there's a thing called uh, I forget what it's called, it's called the something something that is its name, actually. The idiot uh, quotient, no, the Fli- Flynn something, no, Fli- Joe Flynn. No, I forget. Joe, anyway, Joe what, Flynn
0: from the Kells Navy.
1: Yes, that's exactly. Okay. No, <laughs> whatever it is, is whatever sort of principle it is. Mm-hmm. Basically, states that hu- humans are getting smarter with each generation. Um, oh, as
0: a, I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> as a group, we are
1: we are getting more intelligent. Uh-huh. Um, uh, by a certain set of set of standards. Uh huh. Um, and people now are in general on average, more intelligent than people, you know, 50 years ago.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, and I think that probably holds true here. Okay. At least in terms of media... Like I said, in terms of media literacy. Like, now, you've got people sort of, like, you know... I don't know that, like, something like, like Game of Thrones or, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe or something like that uh-huh. could have played back then because... I don't think people paid as much attention to their media and people thought I do think people thought of stars mm-hmm. as stars. Oh. Like you had a lot more like like John Wayne was always playing John Wayne. Well, he was so, never playing a character. Sure.
0: And I mean at that point TV was looked at as like light fluffy entertainment. Exactly, yeah. You know, you had game shows and soap operas during the day. You had kids programming from like noon to you know, till till the news came on, and then, or maybe some reruns of like old TV shows, the news, and then like some sitcoms, or like a Marcus Welby MD, you know, and then the news, and then like Carson, and uh-huh. then they went off the air. Remember when television stations used to actually go off the air? They
1: would play the National Anthem.
0: Yeah, they play the National Anthem and you'd have She'll like the old... of Mount Rushmore and, old, and shit. like the old Buffalo, uh, not Buffalo, uh, the, the Indian head with the... Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the test pattern uh-huh. and, uh, you know.
1: Why was it an Indian head? I don't know. I feel like we were just mocking them.
0: No, I, there was a, some kind of reason or something. Native American head, we should yeah. be.
1: I, I actually think we should call it Indian head to, to recognize the, the racism in here. because, because that picture was like a, that was like, that was like a couple of hairs off from like the Cleveland Indians mascot.
0: Oh, look like the mascot from, uh, Florida state.
1: Okay. Yeah. It looked like that, that rock formation in New Hampshire. Cause it's all craggy.
0: <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they would come back on the air at what, like four or 5. AM. And then it would be like, uh, public affairs stuff for a little bit yeah anyway so yeah tv tv was like a fluffy thing yes. and nobody took it seriously until until like the 70s mm-hmm. you know where like you know you they had like movies of the week yeah where they touched on like you know uh, different social issues you know alcoholism racism Sexism,
1: beating your wife, beating your wife. I think that was a lot. A lot Ooh,
0: the burning bed. bed. That was a good the one. The burning bed. Remember the burning bed? That,
1: who was that? Was that Fair? It wasn't Fair Fawcett. It I was, believe it was it. I believe so. Okay,
0: I believe it was Fair Fawcett. Um, for those of you who are too young to know what the hell I'm talking about, uh, they used to do two-hour movies of the week, usually on like a Tuesday, and it was some big social issue, and Farrah Fawcett did The Burning Bed, where uh, her husband beat her, and then he she lit him on fire in the bed and burned the house down, and then I think she goes on trial. And uh, It was based on a true story, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're always based on a true story. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like, uh-huh.
1: I, I think if you, I remember sort of watching it. I remember the scene where she actually does set him on fire Yeah, and it's yeah. not, it's not as gory as you want it to be. It's just well, sort it's of, a TV movie. Yeah. You the... see her reaction to it and the flames sort of licking at her face. But
0: I mean, it, how drunk was that guy to sleep through that? How do you sleep through being lit on fire?
1: Oh, well he woke up during it, didn't he? I don't know. I don't remember. I think I remember him screaming, oh, but I no. could be, I could be wrong. I could be wrong because I watched it. When it was on, which was like nineteen eighty four or five or something.
0: Oh, real? No, I think it was. I think it was like nineteen
1: eighty. Was it? All
0: right. Let's get. Where's Chuck? <laughs> Chuck. Chuck, look um, it up, Chuck.
1: God damn it, Chuck.
0: Fucking Chuck.
1: Um. He's not worth the money. We don't pay him. Not physically existing is no excuse for being such a lazy worker.
0: <laughs> Every um, week. Every no, week. <laughs>
1: the, I think the theme of that oh. movie was. Oh. oh. Was, uh,
0: Chuck, I just got an update from Chuck. Yeah. It. It was both a 1980 non-fiction book by Faith McNulty about battered housewife Francine Hughes. Okay. And 1984 TV movie adaption written by Rose Lehman Goldenberg.
1: Boom goes the dynamite.
0: Uh, the plot follows Hughes' trial for the murder of her husband, James Berlin, Mickey Hughes, following her setting fire to the bed he was sleeping in at their Dansville, Michigan home on March 9, 1977, after and 13 years of physical domestic abuse at his hands. Oh, Paul Lamette and... Oh, Richard Mezzer. I love huh? him. I love Richard Mezzer. Who is he? Oh, he's just a character actor guy. He's just kind of pudgy with a beard. Uh, you, you know him. You totally know him if you saw him here. This guy. Well, he's thinner in this picture, but...
1: Oh, that dude. Yeah. Okay.
0: And Paul Lamette, I believe, played the... Uh, he was in American Graffiti.
1: Um, Yeah, if I remember, the theme of The Burning Bed was basically...
0: Don't beat your wife or she'll set you on fire. I think... It, no, I think it was more
1: like... <laughs> Is it okay if you are besieged by physical abuse? Oh, right. Day in and day out. Is it okay to fight back? Right. Um. Yeah.
0: And the answer is, say no, and she'll let your ass on fire. Cause yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, so back on track. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we went from <laughs> went from Mary Tyler Moore to uh, racist characters of Native Americans. To uh, to murder and domestic vo- domestic violence.
0: Just another day at the Two Mary, Two Tyler, Two More Podcast Clubhouse.
1: While talking about uh, light and fluffy television. Yes. Speaking of clubhouses.
0: So, in the second second uh, scene, uh, Mary and Rotor are exercising and I love this, this scene because I think I know what you're gonna the, say because when they're ex- they're exercising next to each other uh-huh. and Mary is wearing uh-huh, like uh-huh, dancer uh-huh. leotard, uh-huh. you know, and her hair's tied back nice. And uh-huh. Rhoda is wearing chocolate brown uh-huh. sweatpants and a sweatshirt. She looks,
1: and they're so baggy.
0: Yeah, and she just looks dumpy. Uh
1: huh.
0: And, uh, and I love that juxtaposition uh-huh. that, like, they're still friends. Yeah. But they're, they're so different.
1: Yes. Do you know why I think it looks like that? Why is that? This is why I suspect. Uh-huh. I could totally be wrong. Okay. It's probably a lot of my my stuff coming in here.
0: Oh, you um, and your stuff.
1: Yeah, I got a lot of stuff. Um, uh, uh, Rhoda, uh-huh. um, Valerie Harper.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've always found it weird watching that show because I think Val, I think Mary Tyler Moore is an attractive woman. I think Valerie Harper is gorgeous, stunning.
0: Here's here's and
1: I think they. I think they were trying to make her look, like, dumpy. Like deliberately make her look frumpy in front next to Mary.
0: There's an episode a couple seasons in. I forget what episode it is, where. You know, Rhoda's always saying that she's fat. Yeah. Which just like makes me want to pull my hair <laughs> out. But it was the '70s. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um. So she loses a bunch of weight, and then she wins a beauty pageant at work.
1: Oh. and
0: they always dressed her in like flowing dresses and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and in that episode she's she's a knockout she's a fucking knockout yeah you know she's got the 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 uh pageant dress on and she comes in and she can't come to terms with looking good Mm -hmm. which is a whole another thing that we could talk about for like ever and ever um so yeah, I think you're on to something there as well. I'm trying to say yeah. that like they're they were kind of trying to play down Rhoda a little bit to uh-huh. make Mary look a little better, which yeah. I thought was a little bizarre.
1: I mean, now that Mary's not an attractive woman, but I think that like if you're trying to set up uh, a juxtaposition between the two of them, yeah, yeah, it's hard to do. Yeah, right. When when
0: when they're when they're both like hot. Yeah. Like they're both hot. Let's yeah. just say they're both hot. Yeah. Um. So um. So they're exercising, and Rhoda Rhoda's like, Hey, did you? uh write that story about the better luck next time club and she was like no i think it's stupid you know and and she's like oh well you know rose like well we should join and wrote and mary is just completely appalled about the whole thing it's yes. just like no that's ridiculous you know, why would I do that? And like, she's like, because when you say you're 30 and single, it's, like, embarrassing. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> you know. Um, that, I,
1: I don't think that's something that's changed.
0: No, it did. I no, not Certainly well, not for women. No, no. Yeah. Well, Mary says a line, and she says, um, I can make a... Dis-, like, when they're done working out, she's like, I can make a big discovery, and they would still lead with the fact that I'm single. Yeah. And that has not changed. No, no, not at all. That hasn't changed. It has, like... There was somebody who was, some woman that was famous, and she was written up as her famous, like, it was like wife of famous dude. Mm-hmm. You know, not like, I'm also famous. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that is definitely not changed. Oh, was it,
1: was it, it was Camille Nangiani's wife? Was it her?
0: Emily? No, it wasn't I Emily. It I, was... And I
1: just called her that because I forgot her name. Yeah. But Emily Gordon. Yeah, she, no. But like, he, he actually, um, he took the Washington Post to task.
0: Or maybe it was. Uh, he
1: tweeted at them and said like, "Hey, could you mention my wife's name and not just call her my wife?" Yeah. He was not he was super nice about it. Right. Cuz he like likes the Washington Post and he didn't want to like Right. I don't know. Well,
0: yeah, you don't want to be a dick if, if sometimes they sometimes sometimes people don't realize the things that they're doing. Yeah. So if you're just kind of like, "Hey, maybe I don't know if you realize this, maybe next time, you know. And sometimes people are like oh shit you know what i just we've just always done this and nobody's ever really thought about it we'll just not do that now yeah you know
1: i think it's better to shame people incessantly
0: i do love shaming people and i'm not gonna lie yeah. it's pretty great and um. and then get all your friends to shame them i
1: think <laughs> yeah that's i mean that
0: works too because sometimes you also like uh uh, uh what's his face um matt damon and ben yeah. affleck huh? uh i love matt damon uh-huh. uh uh he needs to shut his mouth about women because he's not a woman and he doesn't understand how like anything about it apparently okay. yeah um and of course his uh partner's asshole brother uh, Casey Affleck oh, yeah. yeah there is you that you know mister I can't keep my hands to myself uh huh um, did not
1: present at the Oscars no he
0: did not and that was yeah. a smart move on his part uh-huh. uh because I think people would have threw shit at him yeah um Anyway, the two of them, Matt and Ben, they have a production company, and now they want to start putting inclusion writers in all of their productions. Yes, yes, which is awesome. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. because it seems to me like, I mean, I can't speak; I don't know those guys. Yeah. But from what I've, and and I honestly like don't really know much about Ben Affleck. But like, I don't want to see him like stalkery about Matt Damon. Yeah. But like, I read a lot about him. Okay. And he seems to be a smart guy. Yeah. Who, like. If you say something to him, Uh he'll actually think about it. Yeah. As opposed to like, fuck you and horse you walked in on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Except for his ridiculous ideas about teachers, which I won't even get into. Um, His mother's a teacher. Yeah. um, And he was at some kind of fundraiser. Okay. And somebody said something to him on camera about like, uh, well, what about some of the, like, uh, he was—he was basically saying like, teachers should have free reign. Teachers should have this. Teachers should have that. Yeah. Um. And somebody was like, kind of just playing devil's advocate, and was yeah. like, well, "What about, um, some teachers who aren't great teachers?" Yeah. 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 And then he just like flipped out. Oh okay. Um. But I. I there are shitty teachers. I know that. that. Had them. I. Yeah. I think we've all had them. Yeah. And and yeah.
1: So, I will say it's interesting. You you say Matt Damon needs to shut his mouth, and it's like. I I agree about that. No, I yeah. no, no no I like because the last thing he got in trouble for was the, the him talking about the Harvey Weinstein. Yes. And I remember thinking like my exact thought when I read that was like, you know what? Matt, I I actually agree with the substance of what you're saying, mm-hmm. but maybe now is not the time. Right. for you to be like like maybe now is just a, a good time to sort of sit back and not say anything.
0: Yeah. You oh know. yeah, yeah, and basically what that's, he was saying was that like, well, you know, where where are the lines? Where are the guidelines? Like, yeah, you know? yeah. But like, you know, I think we all know what the guidelines are. Yeah. Um. Some people just don't care where they where they go. Yeah. Because they have enough money where they're just like, because that's what Weinstein did. He was like, Precisely, I don't care. So, yeah. And you want to take me to court? I'll just throw some money at you because uh-huh. I have more money than God. Yeah. So anyway, let's get back on track. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So anyway, so charter flight. So huh? The charter flight. Well, yeah. Oh,
1: wait. Well, am I, am yes. I getting ahead of us?
0: Um, no. Well, Rhoda's
1: baggy sweatshirt.
0: Well, Rhoda's well, trying to get Mary to join the club, just to meet people. And then she's like, well, hey, you know that trip to Paris that you always wanted to take in the spring? You know, you can practice your, your French. And she's like, I speak Spanish. And she's like, whatever. Um, we could do $300 to go to Paris, which even now is, like, super cheap. Yeah. So, like, then it must have been, like... You know, three hundred bucks was affordable, yeah. I guess, for to go to Europe. I have no idea. Well But it, it was a
1: charter flight.
0: Well, from Philadelphia to Los Angeles, you could pay like three seventy five round trip. Okay. So in the seventies to fly to Paris for three hundred dollars. Yeah. Like It must have been unbelievably cheap. Yeah. Unbelievably cheap. Because there were way less flights back then. Yeah. So Mary was like, Oh my God And she's like, Where did you find this? And Rhoda says it's a charter flight.
1: Wait, I forget. Was there a line? Was there a joke that I'm forgetting? What's the joke?
0: The joke was just Mary was like, like, oh my god, that's amazing. Where did you find that? And she's like, a charter flight from the club. That's that's where the joke oh, was because yeah, she yeah, kept yeah. saying no, yeah. no, no, yeah. and then got Mary right in her. Oh, yeah. that's what I wanted to do. Yes. So, Good job, Rhoda. Yeah. So then it's, it's in uh, scene three. Uh, there, they are. Oh well, the the end is of of. of the previous scene was Mary's just like unbelievable. She's like, I can't believe that I'm actually getting changed and going to a club yep. for divorced people. And I'm not even divorced. Let me say yeah. the most
1: unbelievable aspect of this show is that yes. like she, Rhoda says, let's, let's do this. Uh-huh. And they do it like right then they get dressed yeah, and just go right at. No. What? I mean, I guess when I was 30, I could have done that.
0: Oh, you mean just like yeah. they just made it? They just decided yeah. to do something and did it. If, if, if <laughs> yeah,
1: right. If, if, if the meeting was, if, if you were Rhoda and I was Mary, mm-hmm. and the meeting was next week, and there was another meeting the following. Oh, Mary,
0: m- you're the Rhoda.
1: The- <laughs> yeah, I'm Rhoda because I'm so beautiful. Um,
0: <laughs> no, did you ever see Romy and Michelle's High School Arena?
1: Yes, I have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, did, I will always laugh my ass off at the businesswoman special part of that movie. When oh. they're in the, uh, they're they get in their business outfits and mm-hmm. they try to get a businesswoman special lunch I, at the. Yeah.
0: I, I got. Is that streaming? I gotta watch that again. Probably. What a but, great movie that yeah. is. Uh huh. Oh, um, Mary, you're the Rhoda.
1: Uh. Um. But what was I saying?
0: Getting dressed sure, and going out I, and doing something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no.
1: <laughs> if okay. So if if I'm Rhoda and you're Mary, and we find out that the that like the next meeting of the uh, the the. Better luck next. Better time luck Club. next time. Club is next week. Uh huh. And but there's another one the month after. Uh-huh. I'd be like, let's let's go to the one next month. Let's <laughs> yeah. let's do that.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you just got to do it, and I guess.
1: And they just get right up and yeah. go right to the meeting.
0: So so in the next scene, we are at the meeting,
1: which is a pretty swanky place. It's not just like like I expected it to be. It's not super swanky, but I expected it to be like like a maybe a step above like an AA meeting where it's <laughs> in like the basement of a church, you know. Yeah. And like, you know, there's like, uh, there's folding chairs and like shitty coffee, Uh you know, Uh Um, but they get there and like the place like has its own logo on the wall, right? which seems to mean that that room, that space is dedicated just to that club.
0: I I think they they put it up when they have the meeting.
1: You think they have like, you think it's a thing that comes off of the wall? Yeah, yeah, I
0: think it is. I think it just hangs up there. So it's a
1: multi-purpose room. Yeah, I think it was a
0: hotel multi-purpose room or something like that. Okay, okay. Um but uh the the you know, they they go up to the to the desk. Yes. And it's the the, the vice president and then the dentist, Dr. Udall.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, who is you know, who who played Dr. Udall. I looked
1: him up and I didn't recognize him.
0: You didn't recognize Shelly no. Berman?
1: That oh, okay. I yeah. should have no. recognized Shelly Berman.
0: Shelly Berman. <laughs> Shelly Berman uh is like uh probably one of the most famous observational stand-up comics of like all time. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um he actually has said in passing many times that Bob Newhart stole his whole like talking on the phone thing. Oh no shit. Which is not really true I feel because um people have been and that cuz people have asked Bob Newhart about it and he's like people have been doing phone call conversational things yeah for since like the thirties. Yeah. Since the telephone became a thing. Yeah. You know, there was a guy who used to always start his things with like, Hello Ma, it's Georgie. Um uh Nickel and Mays mm-hmm. uh used to do it. Um a very famous, you know, uh duo. Okay. Um you know Mike Nichols. Yes. Yeah. Um who you know became Mike Nichols who became married the to the director of The Graduate. The director of The yeah. Graduate, absolutely, Plastics, um, and who married uh, Diane, what's her face?
1: From the TV news.
0: Oh, Fred.
1: Oh, uh, 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 Diane. Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer, yes.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can tell we're both like in our 40s and we're like, you know, da, 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 the lady da, 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 from the news. Yeah. <laughs> it was the style at the time. Anyway, yeah, Shelly Berman. Shelly Berman, uh, super, super famous. Okay. They actually played Larry's dad on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, okay. And he he actually just died uh, this past September.
1: I feel so foolish for not knowing who he is.
0: Well, I mean, I knew who he... I, when I saw... I, I the whole Through the whole episode, I was like, who is that guy? I know that yeah. guy. And then I saw... I, you know, I froze the credits. And I was like, oh, Shelly Berman, of course. Yeah. I mean, he's very... Just if you have a chance to Google him or look him up on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, his stand-up was so good. And he was such like, a smooth dude. Like he's just great he's just great and we could talk about um uh, the guy who played Roy too
1: yeah um, the guy who played R- Roy was
0: <laughs> again
1: I was like this guy has to be somebody yeah with like a, a bigger career than this
0: uh-huh uh-huh well Roy was cracking me up Roy is dressed in like a very uh fitted gray suit and he's got the tan uh-huh. and the big sunglasses chewing the piece of gum like he was perfect you know Roy
1: has one of those like wood panelled 70s hot tubs
0: oh yeah at home. Oh, yeah. yeah. I kept, you, know, you know what the one thing that he, that was missing from that guy was um a, a cigarette and a cigarette holder. Yes. yes.
1: I thought that would have
0: been like perfect uh-huh. for that guy. Um, but as soon as they walk in, even before they get to the table, a guy walks up and is like, are you interested in buying a house? Yeah. And when they said no, he went, and like walks away, which is, was just amazing. Um, but when they when they finally go up to the. To the desk, of course. Checking desk, yeah. Checking desk. The big running joke is how everybody always loves Mary and is just mm-hmm. like meh with Rhoda. Yeah. And the dentist was all like, "Your teeth, your teeth. You know, yeah. you're an electric toothbrush, flossing, sugarless gum." Sugarless gum. gum. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah." Rhoda's like, "Hello." And he's like, Bleh. "Yeah." <laughs> Which I love. They yeah. do that like all the time. I
1: don't know why the sugarless gum struck me so much. I think because it was still pretty new then, yeah. But also because I like I don't chew gum. I never really have. Uh huh. I find it kind of disgusting, actually. I mean, sometimes if people like, like sometimes.
0: Who doesn't like a nice piece of grape papa bubba every once in a while?
1: Fruit stripe. Um, Ooh. For the for the four seconds that the flavor lasts. Um,
0: <laughs> bubble tape. Uh, yeah. Uh, bubble <laughs> tape. Oh my god. Oh,
1: that's, uh. Yeah, but uh, so, like, I like I. I, my answer still to sugarless gum is why not simply not chew gum?
0: Are you mean in general? Yeah. Um. Sometimes people, I, I know sometimes I like to chew gum just yeah. because uh, I like to work the jaw muscle sometimes. Okay. Uh, it's a good uh, thing for nervousness. Okay. Uh, it also helps you, believe it or not, it gets the digestive juices going. Yeah. So it actually kind of tricks your body into thinking you're eating. Okay. Yeah, that's a a thing.
1: The last time I chewed gum was in uh, 2003, Uh um, and it was in a class Uh that I was taking, um, and I pulled out a filling, and I have not chewed gum since.
0: I had a friend make a snide comment to me because I chewed gum through my dad's uh, viewing. Oh, well. And my friend was like, yeah, that was nice the way you were smacking on that piece of gum when the priest was coming, like, standing right in front of you talking about your dad, and I was like, well, it was either chew the gum... Or throw up. I feel
1: like if you're the one in mourning, you get to make the rules. I could give a shit, to be honest with you. <laughs> but, like,
0: I was just kind of like, what a weird thing to say. And my dad just died. <laughs> and I was smacking on a piece of gum. And my dad would have thought that was hilarious. So, moving on. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Rory was great. And then Rhoda's, Rhoda starts talking about how she was married to an astronaut. Yes. Which I thought was great. And it's
1: funny because somebody says to her, which one? <laughs> and the thing is, like, today you could say, which one? And like, how many astronauts? There's lots of
0: astronauts. Well, there was. Like I mean, there's not like, like millions, but there was like. There only like five. That's astronauts. That's the thing. Back that it was point. like
1: 1972. There was like seven.
0: <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I thought that was great. Um, and then Sparky comes over.
1: Oh, uh, poor Sparky.
0: You know, and they call me Sparky. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of my sparkly personality. Yeah. And uh. And uh, the ta- you know Roy, the tan guy, comes over with this other guy. How? Hal, yeah. yeah. And I love every time one of them leaves, they call the other one a loser, yeah, which uh-huh. is just hilarious. Yeah. And Sparky's trying to, like, talk to Hal. And he's just like, he he did everything except put his hand on his face and push her away. Yeah. Which yeah. Was just... uh,
1: yeah, poor Sparky. Nah. And Sparky got, like, she got a little Sparky, too. She said, well, excuse me.
0: Yeah. A little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, okay, go and Sparky. You,
0: and you know, she she shows up in a future episode oh, does she? as a camp friend of Mary Richards that works. Uh, she gets the job, Like, I guess, as receptionist in the, in their building. Okay. And it turns out that they went to camp together. Okay. And she... But never, she's not Sparky. She's a different character. She's a different character. Okay. Same actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is... I, I've been noticing is as a running thing on this show because the guy that plays Roy shows up in a different episode, too. Okay. Um, and and uh, there's... They used to do this in older shows. They don't really do it so much anymore as if they work with someone then they like them, they'll bring them back as somebody else mm-hmm. Like later. You don't really see that. It's like usually if you play one character on a show, you're not coming back. Yeah. as somebody else. Yeah. Like you might, you might come back as that role. I mean, even like, even on Dr. Who, your favorite show, mm-hmm. um, Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Was in a, uh, he was in the, they, they did a, They did an episode that revolved around Vesuvius. Yeah. And he was in that episode. Was that
1: a Moffat episode or a Davies episode?
0: I, I want to say it was a Moffat episode. Okay. I, I think. Okay. Cause I,
1: so it was less good.
0: Maybe it was a Davies. I I I think it was. I guess I think it was. Which a Dave, doctor was it? I think it was Tennant. Okay. I, I'm pretty. I, I'm. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Save your hate mail. Um, <laughs> but yeah. It's, okay. I do believe if it was Tennant.
1: Was, it was Davies, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Um, vastly superior to Stephen Moffat. It's
1: as uh, so. So I understand. Yeah. But didn't yeah. they? Didn't they? Um. Um.
0: I mean, Moffat did work under Davies.
1: Moffat wrote some really good single episodes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he's really good at.
0: I mean, he... Don't get me wrong. The guy is not garbage. Yeah. But he can't I, run a show. I think that he... I think he's spreading himself too thin.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: is what happen with that. Uh, because he was doing that. He was doing Sherlock. Plus yeah. he was doing something else. It's too much. Yeah, Doctor Who is a very dense show. Mm-hmm. And to just kind of like... that. I, we could talk about Doctor Who for. That'll be our fourth podcast. Um, well, I finally
1: watched Doctor Who.
0: <laughs> it's a good show.
1: I've seen a few episodes and I've liked them. Um well, I I yeah. Here's the thing though. What I've seen of rather I've seen a few episodes and I've been sort of all over the map, but there have been episodes that I very much like.
0: Yeah, you kind of have um, to you sort of have to watch them in order um and to understand what's happening a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh and I don't particularly enjoy the Christopher Eccleston uh, standalone season that he okay. did. was well, not standalone. He just did one season. Yeah. And then he was like, I'm out. Um, you could start at David Tennant if you want to. Yeah. And his whole run is genius. There's a couple of clunkers in there. But besides like a couple ep- clunky episodes.
1: What I've seen of, of Moffat, um, and this is with Alana. when Alana watches it, sometimes I'll just like be in the room doing something else. Uh-huh. There's just so much gravitas, so much like forced. So everything is like this momentous thing.
0: Yeah, that 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 was a thing that like with with when it came to Davies, there was momentous times, and it was usually like a season ender. Yeah, you know
1: that's what that's for.
0: Yeah, okay. and yeah. I, and, I, and he did it amazingly. There were some season enders where they would bring in characters from all over the universe to have to walk work together to do things mm-hmm. you know like different characters that known the doctor or whatever um but with moffat it was like every other episode was like this is going to be the end of the universe this is going to be the end of the universe this is going to be the end of the universe so that was annoying along with every companion it was always a girl who had a bigger story than she knew of who had some kind of like special thing that the put that the universe put that person mm-hmm. in with the doctor for what particular reason you know to like save him or whatever and like that's not what the companion is for mm-hmm. I mean yeah I mean, they they grow and they find within themselves to be like maybe more than they to do more than they ever thought they would yeah. but on the show it's like you are the companion the yeah. companion is your eyes into the world of that he's getting you know, wrapped up in. So
1: And speaking of characters who came back to play other characters. Mm-hmm. Martha, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Didn't, about Martha. didn't
1: Martha was it Martha?
0: Are you talking about Donna?
1: No. Um, Martha was like the second or third one, right?
0: Martha it was, she was she's
1: black? Yeah, she's black. She was yeah. right after Rose. Yeah. Wasn't she in an episode playing a different character before she came in as the
0: Uh I don't know.
1: I might be on crack. I don't remember. I, I might be a crack baby. No,
0: well, Donna um, was in one episode.
1: Yeah, but she played the same character, right?
0: She, she played the though. same and character. Then she came back later but they they weren't really planning Catherine Tate. They weren't really planning on bringing her back. But mm-hmm. she went over so well, and like it went so well that they brought her back to be a companion, and which was just hilarious.
1: She really. I feel like a lot of people are rewatching The Office these days. Uh-huh. Uh The American version, and uh-huh. she really pops in a rewatch.
0: Was she in the office?
1: She was in the office. She was in the office for like a season or two. Oh. Um, And when I first watched it, when I watched it like live, Uh I was not, I was a little like, she was all right,
0: but. Was it like a later episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She
1: brought, she came, it was after Steve Carell. Uh Um, Uh-huh. She came in and it was like, she was a little bit grating, but she wasn't that bad. I didn't love her. And on the whole, I was like, I don't know about this lady, but then on a rewatch, I really appreciated her more. All right. So she's she's great. Yeah.
0: Cool. All right. Well, we really should start moving on. Yeah, this yeah. It's gonna be like in an hour. Um. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So um, so uh, Mary ends up having to share her divorce details. Yes. And gets voted as new into new vice president. She feels so bad about this that in this fourth scene, uh, she goes to see Doctor Udall. Uh huh. And ends up ha- telling him the truth. Yeah. And his demeanor changes like, on a like, dime. Yeah, like just like a light you can switch. see it in his
1: face entirely. Yeah, he's I so so I Watch that. Yeah, and
0: yeah, and that's Shelley yeah. Berman, like uh-huh. just genius. Yeah, when she tells him the truth, mm-hmm. she doesn't know what he's gonna do, and he yeah. tells her that he that like, he's like just no, don't tell them that you're not that you're single. Tell them that you've reconciled. Yeah, I'm just looking at my notes there.
1: But then he starts like she he. he she tells him this in the middle of a dental examination. Right, right, yeah, is, yeah, yeah.
0: And she he's like, Oh, well, when was the last time you had your, you know, your, your teeth checked? And she's like, Two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And then they
1: and then they struggle and she drills a hole in his thumbnail, like Francis McDormand and three billboards.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then he straps her in and she just kept saying, Is it safe? Is it safe? <laughs> um <laughs> So uh So, so like, you know what I love about this episode is that the scenes really move.
1: They really do. Like, there is no
0: fat in this episode. It's just just boom, boom, Mm -hmm. boom, boom, boom. No, like, crazy, silly runners. No nothing. Because in the next episode, they're at the meeting. Yeah. And she's like, hey, uh, I can't be your vice president. In her merry way, I can't be your vice president. You know, I reconciled. And Sparky gets up and is like, hey, uh, weren't you just elected, like, last week? Like, that's not cool. Why don't, you know, reconciliations never stick. Why don't you just stay? And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then who gets up? Rhoda. Rhoda gets up and says, I think that's lousy, which is hilarious, (laughs) because Mary's like, what? Yeah. And then she admits to. to, Then she comes clean. Then she comes clean. Then Sparky gets up and says that she lied too. Uh huh. And then Richie, the realtor. Yeah. And then it turns out, you find out in the sixth scene, the last scene, only three people out of that whole group were actually single. Or no, sorry. Actually divorced. Or actually divorced. Um, and, uh.
1: Sparky, Dr. Udall, and who else? Uh,
0: the, the other lady at the desk. Right, 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 right. Um, and, uh, Sparky comes in and she tries to get the girls to come out because she was supposed to go on a date on a date with Richie, but they couldn't decide. This is the best line. We couldn't decide on when we had an argument over whose car to take. And they were like, why? And she's like, well, his was a camper. I died (laughs) laughing. (laughs) Died laughing. Um, Uh. Yeah. They never got out of the parking lot. Um, Anyway, they don't want to go out and Sparky's just like, all right. And she, she was sort of talking about kind of a dirty dream that she had. Uh huh. Um, oh yeah, that was, that was earlier. sort of a, yeah. And so she's sitting there and she sees the, the dentist and she starts talking kind of loud about how she had this kind of dirty dream about teeth mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, you want to go, you want to go outside? And before he leaves, he does a little binocul blast.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which I, you know, I forgot he's... about that stuff. Oh
1: yeah, I didn't. Cause I used to share an office with somebody who used it. Yeah. It's awful. Oh God. It's the worst smell. Yeah. It's terrible because, well, okay. First of all, he smoked. Uh huh, and that's why he used it. Oh, so it was not just like this gross mint scent. Uh-huh. But it was a gross mint scent combined with like what? What did he smoke? He smoked like cools. A- no, they were like sub cools. They were like
0: American Eagle. They
1: were they were not even. They were like so. Were they
0: like the ninety nine cent pack cigarettes?
1: Yeah, they were like super cheap he just cigarettes. Smoked those in high yeah, school. <laughs> yeah, so nasty. It smelled so bad. Ugh. I mean, he was a good guy, but uh, he just, you know... Just I
0: had a it. job interview uh, two weeks ago, and they made me talk to, like, nine different people. And the one guy that came in, like, it were, he, he were talking, and he was a super nice guy, but he smelled like he smoked cigarettes in his car with the windows up. Yeah. And, like, no. he said something... I asked him about dress code. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you know, it doesn't matter what you wear. It's fine, you know. I mean, if you smell real bad, we'll let you know. And I'm just, like...
1: How are you gonna tell? Like
0: I could, I could <laughs> see the waves coming off him across, like yeah. the conference table, and I just wanted to be like, dude, Febreze. Yeah. takes care of all of that. Yeah. <laughs> like just spritz it down, keep it in your car. Um. Anyway, uh, Doctor
1: Udall says he says to uh he says to Sparky, do you want to go next door for some punch? And she says, oh, do they have punch? And he says, no. Just <laughs> like. They're gonna do it.
0: All right, take a fairer. Nice. Yeah, and that and that was and the whole timing in that scene, like that's all Shelley Berman because he's also an actor, yeah. obviously. Uh-huh. Um, and that's basically the end of the episode. Yeah. You know, there is no fat. It's 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 they're fish out. It's a fish out of water episode. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're just and there they are. So let's talk about Roy. Okay. Uh, Roy, Roy a guy, Gino Conforti. Yeah. Um, and he's a character actor. Yeah. He, he's been on everything. And I was looking at his IMDB. He, he, but uh, he, here's some highlights. Uh, he was on heart to heart and his character was high stoner. H Y okay. stoner. Like I left for like an hour. Wow. Yeah. Um, he was on three's company. He okay. was Philippe. He used to work in Jack's restaurant. Okay. Um, he was also on an episode of happy days and his character was named sticky. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was on room 222 which was an alan burns show
1: yes yeah and alan we talked burns about that. And,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah and, and uh uh-huh. um which i thought was really cool and he yeah he's been on like tons of stuff um uh patty finley who played sparky mm-hmm. um was on that duck factory show okay. that had a uh, jim carrey yeah. which i remember watching as a kid on the tv in our kitchen for some reason because it was on around easter um and she was also on Lou Grant. I, I'm pretty sure she played uh, Bob Newhart's sister on The Bob Newhart Show. Okay. And she was also Peggy Becker on Rockford Files. Okay. Uh, Becker was one of uh, Rockford's friends. Um, and uh, and she was, like, when they did, like, Rockford movies. Mm-hmm. You know, remember they would, in the 80s, they would do, like, two-hour movies. Uh, she was on those. So mm-hmm. her character was, like, fairly important. I think she's, like, retired now. And, of course, you know, Shelley Berman, you know, just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he got an, an Emmy nod for being Larry's dad. Oh, really? On the curb. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: So two things I noticed about this episode. Yes. Um, were one, the, uh, uh, the obsession with Miss versus Ms. versus Mrs. Okay. Because um, apparently when you got divorced, you kept calling yourself Mrs. I think you... You like didn't go back to your maiden name.
0: I think it was a you were just like now you had a choice. I guess,
1: yeah, but like at one point when when Mary registered, they asked, "What's your maiden name?" Oh, and oh. she easily could have said, "My maiden name is Richards." I changed my name back.
0: Again. I think. I think she was just thrown that anybody yeah. would even ask her that she yeah. didn't have. They neither one of them had backstories. They uh-huh. even thought of. They didn't think that they were going to be asked that. I, yeah, I don't think.
1: And another thing that I noticed about this episode, which I think is very like, very much a, a Travis Silverman trying to like make a point thing, uh-huh. which. Two separate men in that first meeting, like, obsessed over some feature, some physical feature of Mary. Oh, yeah. To the, the point one of, guy, like...
0: The one guy was like, you look like my ex-wife except when she had her hair And well. he, like,
1: grabbed her hair. Yeah. And, like, Dr. Udall asked if he could, like, look at her teeth. Yeah. So it's, like, these guys... Well, I think the
0: because he's a dentist. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. still,
1: but still, like, yeah. these guys, like, walking up to to you and, like, thinking that it's okay uh-huh. to, like, grab your face or grab your hair. And, yeah, like, yeah. So, I, I, and that probably... I'm sure that happened to women a lot more in the 70s than it does now. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it happens a lot now. I, yeah. I see shit like that all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I've done shit like that. So really? You grab very... people's
0: hair? You know what? I don't understand. I don't think I've grabbed
1: anyone's hair. A
0: lot but... of my black friends tell me that, like, white girls will come up and touch their hair yeah which is something even when i was like a little little kid yeah like and i you know and i went to school with black kids yeah and it would never occur to me to touch somebody's hair i've never or anybody's hair why would you put your hands on people yeah i don't understand that
1: i've heard black people say that a lot and it's it always like it doesn't puzzle me because, it's like, you know, I believe that that happens, but oh, it's like
0: almost oh, definitely. But like, why? Would, why people would you do that? Do that? Yeah, I don't know. Why
1: would you want to do that to someone? That's weird. That's weird. I know. It's very weird. I don't know.
0: People are just weird people.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> people are just weird people. You could stitch that on a pillow.
1: Yeah, but you know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. Um, there have been a couple of times in my life where I I shaved my head all the way down. Uh huh. Um. And not completely like, you know, uh, like with shaving you cream. You like, but you yeah, did yeah. it on like a one. But like, yeah, so it was like a high and tight sort of almost. Yeah. And when you do that, women definitely touch your hair and like run their hands through your hair a lot.
0: Yeah, well, I think when you're bald, I think now it's a little less. But when yeah. it started to become like popular to shave your head, uh-huh. Um, it was kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and Or if it's somebody you know that just shaved their head and yeah. you're like... Yeah. You know,
1: so, but I very think... few people ask permission to do that. So, and I figure yeah. if I get stuff like that, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, I just find just find it weird. But whatever. What are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah. Anyway. Know? You know. This is a great people, episode. Don't touch people's hair.
1: Don't touch people's hair. Or
0: That's... touch people in general. My dad was always like, "Keep your hands to yourself."
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: It's a very simple thing.
1: I think pa- <laughs> patting people on the back, touching them, them, them on the arm.
0: I just will poke somebody know, in the arm if I'm hugging I have to touch someone. Them. Hello,
1: maybe and that's about it
0: I'm, I'm okay with i'm okay with with the, with the hug if i know the person yeah i don't like the unsolicited hug okay like because i do stand up and there's a lot of like hello 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 yeah. and then like people want to hug you all the time and it's like cold and flu season and i'm yeah. just kind of like i get sick all the time like I, I, the very last stand-up show that i did in philly uh Dude, the dude that did the pictures wanted to hug me, and I'm like, I'm sick. I had to pull my hands up, like I'm sick. And he's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's annoying. Anyway, so yeah, so that's our episode for yeah. for this week. Um, please, uh, follow us on Twitter, the, Facebook, the Twitter and the Facebook and and the Instagram, and the Instagrams at uh two Mary, two Tyler, two more. And next week is uh the episode with the guy uh that. Did you watch next week's yet? I haven't watched it yet. No. Oh, uh, it has to do with the guy wanting to be a sportscaster. It's actually a cute episode that has like almost nothing to do with anything. Yeah. It's a very, um, it's it's not like within the bubble of the of the cast. Okay. Um, and I find that I tend to like those episodes better. Okay. Um, but this one is, it's a little different. Okay. So, uh, thanks for listening, and yeah. you can always send us a message through those through those ways uh, if there's something that you're if that we got wrong or something that you want to add or I don't know you want to yeah. shout out or do you want
1: to say hi to Chuck
0: oh Chuck oh he's he's out getting donuts yeah Chuck okay.
1: anyway thanks for listening guys
0: yes see you next week bye. I'm, Ni- I'm Nicole Yates I'm Kevin Ott. and we will talk to you later we love you bye Hey, everybody. You can catch us all over the internet. Uh, You can catch us on Twitter at the number 2MTM Podcast. You can catch us on Instagram at 2Mary2Tyler2More. That's the number 2. And you can also catch us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 2Mary2Tyler2More. Please come back soon.